here and welcome you to tonight's edition of Friday Night Drunken Trivia, the only radio show where the consolation prize is you get drunk. Now, remember, before we get started, there are a few things I have to remind you of. You must be 21 years of age or older in order to play, and playing the game does not guarantee that you win anything. And you also agree to play on the honor system, which includes drinking when you get an incorrect answer, and you promise not to use anything other than your brain in order to find the answers to questions. All questions are found or written by the quizmaster and are not known to either contestant prior to the show. Uh, and remember, you cannot win if you don't answer, so head on over to facebook.com slash drunkentrivia to enter to be on the show, and uh, head over there after the show is over to put in your answer for any mystery questions that may happen. Finally, Friday Night Drunken Trivia assumes absolutely no responsibility for any mischief or mayhem resulting from the drunken stupor you may or may not be in after the game is over. Now, tonight's super-duper awesome guest is Elena Smith-Brown, who you may or may not know from the last season of TBS's King of the Nerds, or from her super-cool website, RoguePrincessSquadron.com. And since we do now have two comic book geniuses on the line... Uh, this episode is all about the comics, including our super-duper awesome prize pack that you just might get a chance at later. But remember, you've got to be listening at the end of the show. And let's see if everybody's ready. Saucy, how are you tonight? I am covered in glitter from an art mishap earlier, and I am wearing my lucky Swamp Thing t-shirt, and I'm already feeling warm and fuzzy from a drink that I've already downed. So I have yeah, to be drinking tonight. pretty damn good. Um, what am I drinking tonight? Yes. Friday night, we'll be drinking Manischewitz, going out to terrorize Guyam. That's right, because it is the um, <laughs> Hanukkah season, I am drinking Jewish wine, Manischewitz. And if anybody could tell me what song those lyrics are from that I just sang, or from what band, I'll send you a free Even Steven CD, my old crappy uh, punk band. There you go. So put it up on uh, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Trivia, if you know what song those lyrics are from. I had no idea. Here's a hint. Like, it's a punk band. Well, that's pretty much a given if it's coming from you. Uh, Elena, are you with us? Yes, I am. Hey, how are you tonight? Good, how are you? I need to get more drink in me. Uh, what are you drinking tonight? I made myself my own mixed drink of uh, coconut rum and pineapple juice. Oh, nice. Have you given it a cool superhero name? Like a spider blazer or something like that? Oh, um, probably Gotham Sirens Night In. Nice. Off the cuff. There you go. Genius. Cool. And see, I'm just simple. I'm doing my super favorite Cheers Amaretta Sour which basically means amaretto and whatever kind of sunny D, pineapple, orange juice, orange juice, whatever I feel like putting in tonight. Tonight it actually is pineapple, orange juice. It's a little bit sweet, but if you hear some ice tinkling around, well, you're just going to have to deal with it. Uh, All righty. You want to let the fans know what we got coming up and about the intro music? Uh, yeah, we can start off with that. We have got some awesome stuff coming up this Sunday, actually. We have got... Uh, it, actually, I'm kind of having a little bit of a fangirl moment. Matt Johnson. We, yes, we have Matt Johnson of The Dirties. And if you don't know who what The Dirties is, it is an absolutely must-see indie-type film, but Kevin Smith had a hand in it. 
which is why I'm having a little bit of a fangirl moment because you know how I am with Kevin Smith. I just think he's... Uh, yeah, he's been back what. in the movie. That's how I first heard about it was on his podcast. Yeah, and I was like, dude, seriously, Kevin Smith isn't on this? I mean, I liked it before that, but, you know. Anyway, we've got Matt Johnson coming up on Sunday, and we have got Jamie McCall coming up. We have got just all kinds of super cool stuff. Roku channel coming up. Our Roku channel is just about done. Um, it will be public very soon, I hope. Um, oh, my God, we've got prize packs coming from Hangover Salvation, if you want to look them up, uh, Bagu. This week's prize, of course, is comic book related. Um, and, yeah, we, we've just got tons of stuff we're working on, tons of stuff coming up. And ah, the band from whose song you heard, that is actually Terrible Monster, uh, the Muzak version from The Vindictives. And it is on an album called Music for Robots, which I think is just super nifty. And if I can get it to play again, I'll probably just kind of lose it. Right, and they just released um, the Vindictive Songbook, Volume 1 through Mm -hmm. 4. You guys should definitely jump on Amazon, check that out, and check out Even Steven. We just re-released our album, Early Morning Punk Songs, from 2000. And um, Jerry's a good friend of the show, so he's the nicest Mm -hmm. guy in the world. You should definitely check out his stuff. The Vindictives is one of my all-time favorite bands. And no, the quote earlier wasn't from the Vindictives. No, but it was pretty cool because... um, you actually emailed him a couple weeks back because, you, you know, you'd heard the song. You were like, hey, Joey, can we use it? And he's like, oh, you mean that song? Sure, go ahead. I mean, really? Who who does that? that that's just yeah. awesome. Anyway. Joey's awesome. Okay. He, he's definitely awesome. Um, please remember, everybody, if you happen to call in tonight, I will not be answering the phone because I am just too busy doing everything else. So uh, let's get right into it, guys. Everybody ready? Um, the rules are very simple. Obviously, if you get a question wrong, you got to drink because that's what makes it fun. And you buzz in by saying your name. If you buzz in before I finish reading the question, I will not finish reading the question until after you answer. Um, this first round is multiple choice. And they are worth one point. Have you started drinking yet? Yeah, I started drinking. I uh, I made okay. my, I, and I also made my my drink pretty strong. Nice. nice. Yeah, I'm, already I'm on number two. Decide to pour another drink with the cap on. I think I'm already a little bit buzzed. <laughs> I that, I tasted it. That sounds pretty strong. Um. Oh, okay. First round, they're all worth one apiece. There's my pen. And remember, you buzzing. Do what? We play to 21? Uh, yes, we are actually playing to 21 tonight. will be the majority. Um, otherwise, it would normally be 40, but we'll, we'll do first one to 21 wins. And since Elena is so super cool, uh, even if she loses, she still gets a consolation prize. So we will tell you about that should it happen. Good luck, Elena. Thanks. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Okay, let's get. Oh my goodness. Let's go like that. Let's get right into this. And question number one. Most people know that Superman's alter ego is Clark Kent, and he grew up in Smallville, Kansas. What they may not know is that Superman actually attended church with his mother until he was 14. Now, was that church Roman Catholic, Scientologist, 
Methodist, or Jedi. Nick, oh, by the way, uh, buzz in by shouting your name. I don't think we said that. Yeah. Yeah, I, she did say it, and I think we said her name at the same, or each of our names at the same time. I think it's Methodist. That is correct. Uh, actually, Wait. in action, it, it, it was Methodist. Um, in Action Comics issue number 850, uh, Clark's roots were established in Methodism. Um, actually, as a side note, I thought this was interesting. Scientology came out in 1953, whereas Superman was actually first published in 1938. So even if you knew your time there, you, you would have known it. But yes, he was actually Methodist. Uh, that is one Elena. Okay, right. after, the murder of, after the murder of his parents, Bruce Wayne, of course known as Batman, traveled the Orient for many, many years and studied in different monasteries. From which of the following did he get most of his philosophical and martial arts training? Was it Hinduism, Buddhism, Judaism, or Christianity? Nick. Go ahead, Nick. I'm going to say because Bruce is such a centered type of fellow, Buddhism. That is correct. It was Buddhism. Now, there is some debate on his religious beliefs in general, but most storyline and visual clues in movies and comics uh, do indicate either Episcopalian as his mother or relapsed Catholicism from his father, but the training that he took for his little crusade was mostly from Buddhist monks. Very nice. Where the hell did you find these questions at? <laughs> Everyone. It's like playing friend. the Big Bang Theory board game. <laughs> but not quite as difficult. And for those of you who don't yeah, know. Yeah, that game's impossible. Uh, Yes, I got the Big Bang Theory board game for Christmas the year before last. We've played it twice, and I feel like Penny because <laughs> everything is so incredibly obscure. There's no way you would like have. Like what shirt was Sheldon wearing in episode 16? Yeah. It's really, it's like, wait, what? really obscure. I mean, I'm a fan. I love it. I've seen every episode at least once, if not twice. And I'm like, the what? Yeah. Okay, moving on. Um, yeah, yeah these, these are a little interesting, but they're also, you know, uh, multiple choice. So I figure you've got a chance. Okay, moving on. Uh, that put, yes. Okay, just checking to make sure I was right. That put Sassy and Elena's hide at one apiece. And I just picked up my stylus instead of my pen. Okay. The religion of this heroine is described as Greco-Roman classical and shapes much of who she is today. Is it Wonder Woman, Catwoman, Xena Warrior Princess, or Jean Grey? Alana? Go ahead, Alana. Uh, Wonder Woman. That is correct. Oh, Wonder Woman, geez. also known as Princess Diana, has had many of the gods of Olympus spirits featured in her origins and early life, as well as many different storylines. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad, but they're usually there. Moving on. Uh, Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America, once faced a tricky religious dilemma when dating his longtime girlfriend, Bernie Rosenthal. What was the basis of the dilemma? Was it his mask and her burqa meant they didn't know what each other actually looked like, she was an avowed atheist, and he was raised Catholic. 
he's Protestant, but she's Jewish, or they couldn't agree on what faith to raise the kids in. Saucy. Saucy, go ahead. I'll say it's the Protestant-Jewish connection. That is correct. The spirituality of Captain America has always been a really big part of who he is, and his Protestant values are said to epitomize mainstream American apple pie values. Very nice. I think this is this next one might be the last one of the uh, no almost anyway. Uh, you may not know the name Billy Captain. Can you like angry, even jellical emails to our page over these questions? Uh, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, you may not know the name Billy Batson, but you would definitely know his alter ego. What one word? Does Billy use to draw on the hero of antiquity? Go ahead, Alana. Alana. <laughs> Shazam. That is correct. Shazam, of course, standing for the S is the wisdom of Solomon. H is the strength of Hercules. A, the stamina of Atlas. Z, the power of Zeus. A, the courage of Achilles. And M, the speed and flight of Mercury. Fascinating stuff. So they, they did take the traditional, you know, gods kind of thing, mythology, and throw in a little bit of Judaism just for good measure. And that puts Alana at three and Saucy at two with Yeah, I'm going to have to up more. my game. This is harder than huh? I thought it was going to be. So I'm going to have to up my game. This is harder than I thought it was going to be. I was oh, now. earlier, but now I'm sweating it a little. I, I think that's the alcohol that's making me sweat. Um. <laughs> Okay. The making yeah. me feel warm and tingly. But I don't think it's impairing my question-answering abilities at this point. Not yet. Okay. Well, we'll see. Uh, let's see. So far, three to two, and Alana's in the lead. Okay. Hellboy, abandoned as an infant, was raised by his guardian in the traditions of the church. What reminder of that faith does Hellboy carry at all times? Is it a rosary, a yin-yang necklace, a goat's head ring or a pentacle? Nick. Alana. Oh, Nick, go ahead. Rosary. That is correct. Professor Trevor Brutenholm of the Bureau of Paranormal Research and Defense raised Hellboy as his own in the tradition of the traditional, well, the Catholic faith. Okay, moving on. Now both of your time. These are still... These are still uh, multiple choice, but we'll get a little bit away from the difficult religion for you. Uh, Which superhero was abandoned as a child for being born with the curse of Kordak? Was it Hawkman, Ghost Rider, Captain Marvel, or Aquaman? Huh. Nick. Okay, go ahead. Ah, shot in the dark, Captain Marvel. That is incorrect. I will drink. (laughs) Alana, do you have a guess? Um, I am also going to do a shot in the dark and say Ghost Rider. That is also incorrect. Wow, I stumped you both. That is quite Um, an achievement. I know. Uh, It was actually Aquaman. According to Atlantean myth, being born with blonde hair symbolized the curse of Kordax leaving the infant Prince Orange to be rescued and raised by a lighthouse keeper. Yes, 
One for me. Okay. I don't even know if Sam could answer that question. <laughs> I had to write that down. I'm glad that I, yep. Now we know that Softy doesn't know the questions before the game. All right. Moving on. I don't even know I'm boring a game at this point. <laughs> okay. Uh, so multiple choice, so work one apiece. You guys are currently tied. Excuse me. What supervillain? What supervillain was created when Emma Blonsky, the spy assigned to steal Bruce Banner's research, was accidentally exposed to a concentrated radiation burst? Nick. Go ahead. Poison Ivy. That is incorrect. Your choices, Alana, are the leader, abomination, by beast. Or Doc Samson? The leader. That is also incorrect. Hey, you guys love your drink. Yay. Uh, the green-skinned abomination could retain his intelligence and personality, unlike the Hulk, but could also not transform back to being a human. Oh, me. Okay, I don't remember abomination being an accident. Um, yeah, well, I don't know. Would it be on purpose? I'll have to look it up. Because he always got his ass kicked continuously by the Hulk. He was never much of a villain. Let's see. Highlights. Do I have a highlighter? Highlighter. There we go. All right. Moving on. Who was the first patient in Arkham Asylum? Was oh. it Victor? Huh? Nice. Nice question. <laughs> was it Victor Josh? Laszlo Valentine, The Riddler, or Mad Dog? Go ahead. For some reason, way back in my head, I feel like I actually know this, and it's Mad Dog. That is correct. I don't know how I know that. But yeah, I know that. <laughs> well, uh, let's see. Uh, Arkham Asylum, of course, was, a, was founded by Amadeus Arkham. And his first patient admitted was Martin Mad Dog Hawkins, who was a serial killer listed in Who's Who, the definitive directory of the DC Universe, number one. And he claimed to see visions of the Virgin Mary who told him to go out and kill women. Wonderful. I know that from the Arkham um, City game or Arkham Asylum game. I think is that where I'm accessing that from in my memory. Uh, I know I watched you play it. I can't remember if that was actually there. But I thought it was fascinating that, yeah, he had visions of Virgin Mary who would, like, go out and kill these women and, like, cut them up so that the, the little promiscuous blankety-blanks can't procreate, basically. That's a nice way of saying it. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah, he was crazy. Obviously. Uh, that puts Safi at four and Alana at three. And let's see, this one is worth, these ones start being worth two points because they are not multiple choice, so you just got to pull it out of the air. And we will start it with, where is the DMZ? Where is the DMZ? Really? No idea. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, Nick, I'll just take a uh, Go ahead. Beijing. Go ahead. Uh, that is incorrect. Enjoy your drink. All right. I felt like I should say something. 
<laughs> Alana, do you have a guess? So you're saying D as in dog, M as in Mary, Z as in zebra? That is correct. Okay, I have no idea, so I'm going to take my drink. All righty. That's another for me. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to beat you both. No. <laughs> it doesn't work that way, but it could. No, that wouldn't be fair. Anyway, the comic book series, The DMZ, is set in the near future when the United States of America is in civil war with the free states of America, and the island of Manhattan is turned into a demilitarized zone, hence the name DMZ for demilitarizing. Ah. Uh, I almost said Vietnam, but that sounded ridiculous. It, that did sound ridiculous. I'm glad but they did have that. a DMZ in Vietnam during the war. Ah, I see, I see. All right. So, yes, that's a point for me. You just okay. went out on me. Hello? 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 I can't hear huh? you, Daniel. You can't hear me? Oh, hang on just a second. Elena? Can you hear now? Hello? I can't hear you. What do you mean you can't hear me? I've got nothing here. I can hear you. I can't hear you. Okay, can you hear Elena? I can't hear I can hear both of you guys. Okay. All right. We'll take a 30 seconds. There you go. I got you now. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I unplugged. Hello? Yeah. Now I can't hear you again. <laughs> 30 second intermission. Listen, it's now easy. I can hear you. Talk. Oh, my God. Okay. USB port stuff or something. That could be. That's definitely something to fix. Okay. Everybody got it now. Try not to move. I'll stay very stoic. All right. Uh, again, these ones are still worth two points. Missy next week. So happens again, we'll just, I'll talk to Lena. That was the other two. These ones are, of course, worth two points apiece. You've got to come up with them out of your own head, and uh, I'll tell you if you're right or whatever. Anyway, uh, first, uh, in the Batman novel, No Man's Land, who kills Commissioner Gordon's wife? Nick. Dad. Scarecrow. That is incorrect. And I, I just read that series not long ago, too, the um, graphic novel or trade paperback. I can't believe I can't remember it. I can't believe you can't remember either. Yes, in the graphic novel, No Man's Land, who killed Commissioner Gordon's wife? Alana, you got a shot in the dark? Um, I'm going to say Clayface. That is also incorrect. It was actually the Joker who killed Gordon's ah. wife. Yes, I'm so mad now. A baby. Uh, she died to catch the thrown baby, and the Joker shot her in the face. Now so she is just ruthless. Man, I don't know you crazy, but I don't know. That, that guy's messed up. You think anyway. that the Joker really likes to shoot Gordon women, I guess? Yeah. He does. He just, he just likes to shoot people. That's the difference between him and Batman. And she's like, pow, <laughs> I'm done. Anyway. Well, you know, he's the one who crippled Barbara Gordon. Yeah. If you remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just turning her into Oracle. Yep. She's one of my favorite okay, characters. Okay, I'm pouring more wine. I have a feeling I'm mm-hmm. going to lose because I'm already getting lazy-eyed over here. Oh, that's all right. Sassy, you have four points. Solana has three. 
And we are moving on to, again, two-point questions. Nice. Actually, this is, uh, this is a true or false. And, yeah. So this is a true or false. Superman is faster than the Flash. Nick. Alana. I think Nick goes in first. What do you think, Nick? False. Oh. That is correct. Um, they have raced many, many times, and the Flash has won a majority of the races. But in Flash Rebirth, the Flash says the races that Superman won were just cherry. So that puts you at six points. Alana still has three. I think that and puts me at five points, right? No, that was worth two. Okay. These are worth oh. two. These are two pointers. That's okay. Uh, I'm trying to. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. So we're two points. Uh, the Flash became what color lantern during the events of Blackest Night? Alana. Alana, go ahead. Blue. He was blue. That is correct. The yeah. Flash became a blue lantern after the garden seemed him worthy of battling the Black Lantern. Black Lanterns, of course, being reincarnated, reincarnated superheroes for the layperson, which I wouldn't have known that either. Are asking all DC questions? Because you know 90% of my collection is Marvel. <laughs> you know what? I have not even... I'm a little discriminated against over here. <laughs> it is absolutely not intentional. I okay. thought about, you know, okay, just stick to the Bronze Age, just stick to, you know, whatever. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to find interesting things. So, yeah, no. All right. Again, for two points, which, by the way, Saucy has six, Alana has five. So we're close. Uh, which Robin did the Joker kill? Alana. Go ahead, Alana. Jason Todd. That is correct. Ding, ding. The Joker beat in Jason Todd's head with a crowbar. Lovely picture. Uh, Dick Grayson became Nightwing, and Tim Drake became the new Robin. Yep, yep. Little, little known fact, back in the 80s when they were doing uh, this series, it was up to the fans to vote on whether or not the Joker actually killed Robin. Wow. Yeah, everybody hated Jason um, Todd. He was an arrogant little brat. Ah! Of but course, which is why. He only won death by, like, one point. I think it was, like, 51 to 49% to kill him or something. Real close like that. Hmm. No, it was a landslide. Was it a landslide? Yeah, yeah, because when you you called in, yeah, it was a 900 number that you called into, and and everybody, yeah, you had to pay to be able to vote, and everybody was voting for him to die. Did you call in? yeah. I didn't vote. When the voting was around, I was, like, one. Ah. Oh, yeah. See, I, I let's see, what, 80s? Yeah, I probably would have been, like, two or three. So. But you would have voted death, right, Alana? Um, yeah, because the way Batman is now, I mean, <laughs> he has that, that little dark pit that when anybody mentions it to him, he has that switch that kind of makes him go go berserk sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, definitely yeah. gives more intensity to the character. Oh, yeah, it definitely makes for an, an interesting side story. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, if he was a jerk-off, I probably would have. You know, had I had money when I was a toddler, 
I probably would have called team building dead as well. Okay. All right, here we go, Nick. This is one you might actually be able to get because it's a DC Marvel crossover. Nice. And worth, worth two points because you got to pull it out of your behind and all that good stuff. In the DC Marvel crossover, where DC characters fight against Marvel characters, who is Batman matched up against? Wolverine. Nick, Wolverine. <laughs> what? That is incorrect. He becomes the Dark Claw or something. Uh, no, I said, who is Batman matched up against? Who does he fight? Alana, do you have a guess? Oh, do I have a guess? Um, who he fights? Uh, I... Superman is both Hulk and Captain America at some point, so... Uh... I'm gonna... Spider-Man. I'm gonna say Spider-Man, and I don't think that's right. That is incorrect. Enjoy your drink. Yeah, it was Captain America. I remember now. Yep. The Batman oh, beat Captain Cap. Uh, yep. Batman beat Cap in the epic crossover. At the end of the crossover, Batman is merged with Wolverine in order right. to form the hero Dark Claw. That's so the Amalgamation um, right. comic book series or whatever. Right. Okay. This one is actually uh, a three-pointer that I'm going to throw in here before we move on to our next section of questions oh, because yeah. I had no idea. So I'm going to give you guys three points if you can get this one. What is the name of the demon that Al Simmons made a deal with to become the Hellspawn? You know, I've read Spawn, but I cannot remember the name of the demon. It was I stopped reading Spawn in the nineties. Any guess? Uh, Nick. Go ahead. Bobo the demon. <laughs> Enjoy your day. I actually, you know what? Now that you said Spawn, and I and I reread the question, I'm like, oh yeah, I would have known this. Because I watched the movie like five times. Never read the comic. No, I might have if you gave it to me like once. But that's probably about it. I wanted to get an answer. Um, I, I, I will guess the Elzebub. That is also incorrect. Enjoy your drink. It was just an excuse to get you guys to drink. No. Uh, is actually not like Frank or something, was it? Huh? It wasn't something lame like Frank or Ted or something, was it? No, it was Melbourne. Yeah, that's it, like uh, <laughs> He actually was one of the demons of the eighth circle of hell. So he, he was a bad guy. Uh, yeah. It's a bad neighborhood. That, that is definitely, definitely a bad neighborhood. One of the lowest um, neighborhoods in hell. It is, really. I mean, you know, I've looked at apartments at the 8th Circle of Hell, and let me tell you what, they are cheap, but they're really not worth it. I'm from McKeesport, <laughs> so I know all about that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Which, for anybody who doesn't know, the last time we went to McKeesport, there were, like, houses literally falling down, and people still lived in them. 
Like the whole front porch there was, was like little <laughs> kids at three in the morning, like six year olds out on the street playing. It was like another yeah, year. Six year olds. They were like forty year olds. Playing ball in the dark. There's like one street light a half mile down. And the only reason we saw these kids is because we had our lights on and we were looking for this freaking hotel that didn't exist on GPS anymore. And it had probably been torn down five years before. But the GPS the was there, so Yeah. That's how bad my hometown is. Yeah, it was pretty rough. All right. Going back to the easy stuff, since uh, I'm getting a little sick here. Uh, these are all worth one point, and they're all multiple choice. So hopefully, hopefully. Okay. Uh, let's start with what superhero grew up on the planet Tamaran? The planet Tamaran, T-A-M-A-R-A-N. Probably misspelled that or mispronounced it, whatever. Hi, Mick. Go ahead. Ah, uh, Star Fox. Oh, you know what? I forgot to read you the question. I'll count it because it's very close, and I forgot to read you the answers. I'm sorry, that was totally me. Uh, it's actually Starfire, but you were really close, so I'll take it. Uh, well, um, you don't have to take it just because I was close. I didn't get the right answer. Let's just skip that one. Oh, yeah, I forgot to read the answers. Different than Starfire. But, yes, Tamarin, Tamarin. I don't know. I've seen Teen Titans a million times. I can't remember now. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Moving on. All right. Edwin Jarvis serves as a butler to what super team? Is it the Avengers? The Fantastic? Go ahead. The Avengers. That is correct. When Tony Stark first joined the Avengers, he offered his family mansion as the headquarters, and since that day, Jarvis has maintained his residence in the mansion and served as butler to Earth's mightiest heroes. Nice. What's the score looking like? Uh, we are currently uh, tied, actually. You both have seven apiece, which is pretty darn cool, and we have about 25 minutes left. So, yeah, if we, get within 10, if we get within, like, 10 or 12 minutes, let me know, because um, I'm on a different page, obviously. Okay, so uh, one-pointer, they are multiple choice. Which of these superheroines was inhabited by the soul of an ancient Egyptian princess after attempting suicide? Was it the Huntress, Hawk Girl, the Black Canary, Alana. or Wonder Woman? Alana, go ahead. Hot girl. That is correct. One of the many incarnations of DC's hot girl, Kendra Saunders' body was inhabited by the soul of an ancient Egyptian princess after the traumatic event that caused her to attempt suicide. Very nice. I would never have... It's one of those I haven't read. Okay. General knowledge here. Still worth one point. What year was the first modern comic book printed? Was it 1917, 1925, 1933, or 1938? Nick. Go ahead. I, I, I got to say it was 1925. I'm almost positive it was Great Depression. Well, oh, well, depressed, yeah, pre-depression. Yep. I'm a little early. That's all right. 1917, 1925, 1933, or 1938. What do you think, Lana? 
1917. That is also incorrect. Oh, it was actually, um, in 1933, publishers at Eastern Color Press were looking for a way to make better use of their equipment, which frequently sat idle between jobs, and came up with the idea of printing an eight-page comic section that could be folded down um, into, you know, from the huge paper down to about a 9 by 12, and the result was the first modern comic book. Um, and it had all kinds of reprints from the newspapers, and they called it Funnies on Parade, yeah, which I thought was really cool. I was like, hey, awesome. Okay. Uh, yet again, a multiple choice, therefore worth one point. Although this is one that I would have known, so I almost didn't include it. Anyway, who is the Scarlet Witch's twin brother? Alana. Where is it, Matt? Alana, go ahead. Quicksilver. That is correct. Quicksilver, also known as Pietro Maximoff was the twin brother of the Scarlet Witch, also known as Wanda Maximoff. And they were both the children of Magneto. Indeed. I've got a follow-up question I've never been clear about, and maybe a lot of knows this. Um, Is um, Polaris Magneto's kid? It's never been clear to me. Do you know the answer to that? Hmm. think that he is? I think They so. hit around to it, but they never actually say it. Uh, Polaris actually knows she's the daughter of Magneto. Really? Yeah. Well, there you go. Learn something new every day. Yep. I have to look that up real quick. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so one point. So far, Alana has nine, and Saucy has seven. <sighs> Where, where's the button? Dramatic. Wow. Okay. Uh, what? Still multiple choice. Still worth one. What superhero gained his powers after being exposed to the orb of raw? Was it Nick. Hawkman? Go ahead. Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Is that another name for someone that I would know? No. Okay, was it Hawkman, Doctor Strange, Metamorpho, or the Iron Fist? Um, Doctor Strange. That is also incorrect. It was Metamorpho. Um, let's see. Uh, billionaire Simon Stagg sent adventurer Rex Mason to Egypt to retrieve the Orb of Ra from a pyramid and he never expected him to return. Um, Stag henchmen attacked Mason, left him for dead, but Rex fell into a hidden chamber, was exposed to the orb, the radiation changed him into the freakish, shape-shifting man known as Metamorpho. Uh, okay, they, they recently changed Metamorpho's uh, backstory. Ah, that's why I don't know it. See how it I really should have dug into <laughs> some DC comics before this game. <laughs> Moon Knight has uh, a maybe. similar origin story, though. Moon Knight's power is based in Ra as well. Huh. Yeah, that, like that when he's a Marvel attention. character. When, when he said Moon Knight, I thought he was right. So. 
that could be why they changed it. Yep. Okay. Anyway, um, another yeah, one pointer, multiple choice. Uh, T'Challa, the king of Wakanda, is also known as what superhero? Go ahead. Black Panther. I've got to have this one right. That is correct. Finally. He comes from a long line of proud warrior kings. Very nice. That is the Black Panther. Yay! What is you the said your name faster than me. Makes it, um, kingdom wealthy? Uh, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know if they're wealthy or whatever. Or what? Okay, um, that's I, I missed. Part of the power was the deposits of vibranium in his country. Oh, that's right. That's right. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I, I totally misheard you. That's what the problem was. <sighs> My goodness. Well, we have got Sassy at 8 and Alana at 9. And we are going to move on to two points. And that is because you have to pull it out of your behind. Actually, no, we'll, we'll go to three points. Let's make These will be a little bit harder, but I have faith. Uh, first up, in The Walking Dead, which is now both a comic and, of course, a show, but we're referring to the comic here. In The Walking Dead, who cuts off Rick's right hand? I'm not going to take a drink because I have no idea. Love I'm drinking show. now. Go ahead. Never have read the comic, though. <laughs> Enjoy your drinks. Uh, uh-huh. Actually, Nick, you might be able to guess this because we've seen enough of it. No? Okay, actually, in the comic book, Huh? I said, I'm blanking. Okay. Uh, in the comic book, uh, the governor, also known as Brian Blake, uh, cut off Rick's hand. Now, some people actually say that his name is, his real name is Philip, but whatever. It was the governor. He cut off Rick's right hand. Right, right hand. Yeah, I should have at least guessed mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I would have figured no much. Is anybody okay. buzzed yet? Because I'm kind of, yeah. Uh, wait. <laughs> wait till I stand up. Uh, I've been it's sitting down the whole time. Helena, well, still okay. with us, or you got a buzz yet? <laughs> Hello? Yeah, I think Alana's buzz. Alana, are you buzz? Yeah, I'm really, yeah, because I, um... <laughs> Yeah, I I yeah. put like half a glass worth of like, coconut rum in the bottom of this, and then a bunch of ice and a little bit of pineapple. <laughs> I want to start promoting this. What's it called? The Gotham. What's the name what? of the drink? Uh, Gotham Sirens Night Inn. Gotham Sirens Night Inn. Yes. Well, we'll come up with a recipe, buddy. That's what we'll do. I have to say, this okay. is the most I've ever been at a game of Friday Night Drunken Trivia. I am just, this wine goes down so smooth. I am yeah, and that's like a $10 bottle of wine. That's cheap. I'm over like, really? halfway through this bottle. Oh. Okay. Let's move it along, because <laughs> I'm okay. like Dr. Johnny Fever in that episode of WKRP, where he gets drunk on the air. 
Awesome. Okay. All right, we got uh, another three-pointer. And where where's my sound? There it is. Can we hear the sound? Maybe. Anyway, I can we got another three-pointer. You got to pull this out of your rear end, um, but hopefully you can do that. There's only so many guesses that, you know, it could be. Uh, what country does Nightcrawler hail from? Nick. Go ahead. Germany. That is correct for three whole points. Wow. Great. Yes, Nightcrawler's parents, of course, are Mystique and Azazel, and they both also possess mutant powers, which I thought was kind of cool. I was like, wait, what? Indeed. You know, yeah. That's, now we're yeah. in my territory. X-Men. Oh. <laughs> okay, that puts Sassy at 11, and Alana is at 9. And we have 14 minutes left, so we got to hurry up and try and get in as we many as we can. We can go into overtime. It's cool. Uh, we can, but I want to give uh, our listeners ample chance to get the consolation prize. we got two hours. If Alana okay. wins. If we go into overtime a little bit. Yes. Anyway. Okay, so for another three points, what city does the Flash mainly operate in? Alana. Nick. Alana, go ahead. Uh, Central City. That is correct. Central City. See, I was going to say Keystone City, so I would have been wrong. Who operates out of Keystone City? Actually, Keystone City is a twin town to Central City. Um, after the events of an alternate reality in one of the storylines. So would that have been right? No, because he started out in Central City. He mainly is in Central City. But, right. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a, he's a detective on the Central City Police Force. Or the, no, maybe the, the uh, I'm, I confuse Barry Allen and Wally West a lot. Yeah. Easy to do. They were. They were a yep. hero and sidekick for a while, and one one of them is a detective on the police force, and the other one is forensics on the police force. Yeah, and so it's very... Have you guys, um, I know Danielle's seen it because we have it on DVD, have you seen the Flash series, the old Fox TV Flash series from the 80s? I have awesome. it, I think it's on the wall. Yeah, it that series awesome. is... Yeah, I mean, it only ran one season, but it's in really, really, for a TV adaptation, it's really good. Oh, yeah. And really, the special effects aren't as cheesy as I would expect, like, for that time period. Like, it's one of those, because Nick always watches TV before he goes to bed, and I usually try really hard to go to sleep. That's one of the few shows that I'm like, what, you're watching The Flash? All right, I'll go to bed tomorrow. I'm watching, because <laughs> I've just got to see it. I'm like, Yeah, it's really good. I don't know why yeah. it only ran one season. I guess maybe it was ahead of its time. Expensive, probably, for the effect. Yeah. Because, I mean, they, he looked like he was going fast. You know? And, I mean, it didn't just look like, oh, the background is moving fast. It looked like he was moving in. Yeah, the they had all the road gallery heroes. I mean, they had Mirror Master on there and Captain Cold and all those guys. Like, various uh, yeah, incarnations of But still, like, yep. kind of semi-true to the character. Anyways, mm-hmm. moving on. Mm. That's my plug for the Flash TV show. Good stuff. Absolutely. Um, okay, since we have 11 minutes left, I do want to let everybody know that um, who is listening, the 500 million people, however many, 
Um, what happens at 11 minutes? Are we just going to stop the show before someone reaches 21? No, we've got... we will continue. However, our audience may not be able to hear us unless they listen to it in the archives. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Oh. Right. Okay, so but you need to listen up because after the at the end of the show, depending on who wins, determines the prize that our listeners will get. Okay. And there will be a question posed before we go off the air for a listener to answer. You well, must go you to our Facebook page. Huh? Why don't you just drop the yep. mystery question now, and then we'll sort out which prize we're going to send at the end of the show. Okay. Yeah, that, that that's fair? a good idea. Okay. Um, so this question for all the listeners out there. To, you're either going to get the full comic book pack if I win, or you're going to get a portion Constellation prize if I lose. Correct? Right. Is that how it's working? Yes. Okay. That is absolutely correct. Um, okay. So, and they have to go, listeners have to go to facebook.com slash drunken trivia. You must like the page prior to answering the question. And yes, I can see if that is the fact, you know, if you like it beforehand or if you like it after you answer. Um, like our page. And the first person to answer this question on our wall, and of course there are timestamps, thank goodness, you can answer it straight on the wall, don't care. Um, there was a fictional comic book within the comic book series of The Watchmen. If you can tell me what it was called, then you win. Post it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash trivia. Uh, it's the fictional comic book series within the series of Watchmen. Tell me the name, and I will buzz you back if you are the winner. And if you're the first one to give me the correct answer, must be spelled correctly, etc. And uh, you'll get something cool. Elena, are you an uh, Alan Moore fan? Because I'm a huge. Me and Daniel are insane Alan Moore fans. Yep, I love it. Love Alan Moore. Is she still there? Oh, am I Alana? saying it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I really... Is it Alana I, yeah, or Alana? I, I'm sorry, I keep mispronouncing it. I yeah, it's, uh, it's Alana, but... Alana, um, I'm sorry. She's got it spelled here, um, A-L-A-N-A, I keep saying Elena. Alana, are you a huge Alan Moore fan like we are? A pretty pretty big Alan Moore fan. I like him, he's cool. Swamp Thing, mm-hmm. the Alan Moore run, incredible. Oh, yeah. Mine's... um. What's my favorite, baby? Alan Moore. Promethea. Of course. Man, is nobody sober on this show? I feel like the show's going to hell. Are we too all drunk? All too drunk? All too drunk? No, uh, no. I just wanted to see if you remembered. Yes. Uh, If you haven't read Promethea, it's about like at least once a week. What is it? Twenty-six episodes? Or episodes? Twenty-six books? Thirty-six issues, I think. I think it had a three-year run. No, yeah, it's more it's than 26. Okay. Anyways, that is Witch Doctor. That's been your other big comic. Oh. Witch Doctor is awesome. If you guys haven't checked it out, totally check it. If you like things just a little macabre and a little horror, and if you, it's like, you know, I grew up, you know, like I cut my teeth on Stephen King and Anne Rice. So this is just perfect. I think like, Witch yeah. Doctor is image, right? 
I think so. I heard my name, and then I didn't hear a question. Have you um, read Witch Doctor? I think it's on Image. Um, It sounds like one of the things that's on Image, but I... I sadly had to stop collecting comic books to pay for my wedding. Oh, <laughs> I my God. So, yeah, the the amount that we were paying on comic books had to be switched over to be paid, paid for the really awesome sci-fi themed wedding we had. Um, oh, so, I bet you that was incredible. Your wedding kicked ass, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. And uh, one of the cakes was a TARDIS, and one of the cakes was a companion cube from Portal. So we had the doctor oh. and a companion. Oh, hey, that's sweetheart, awesome. that's how we've got to do our wedding. We definitely need a theme. Oh, uh, yeah, totally. Uh, I mean, I've been kind of going back and forth between the Lord of the Rings or, and no uh, you know. Just, if you say Hunger no. Games or um, Harry Potter, I'm out of this relationship. So <laughs> I love Harry Potter. No, uh, and now I, you know, I thought about just characters in general. I thought about the Adams family because you know I, I've been trying to get them to dress the whole family because there's five of us. Been trying to get them to dress up as the Adams family for like two or three years now, and I just think it'll be perfect. You know, I'm Morticia. My hair is getting long. He's, you know, Go, of course, of course. Oh. That does and then we can have. Well, I want to have our youngest go with Cousin It, because she's just adorable. And I really think that if we got her some of those Rapunzel wigs and kind of did them all the way around, that she'd just be the perfect Cousin It. Yeah. Uh, Cousin It is almost steampunk, when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've seen some Cousin It steampunk before, actually. It's pretty cool. Okay. Anyway. We have a game we're playing. <laughs> and um, Alana is in the lead with 12. And Saucy, you are losing by one. And what did we say we're going to? 21. I need to write down the bell. 21. Will we well, make it? Okay. I have almost, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm out of wine. I have almost drank this whole freaking, I think it's a liter bottle of this. Stuff. It is a liter. <laughs> that's, that's okay. I've got a half a bottle of Amaretto left. I don't know if I'll share it, but that's okay. Okay. For one point, because it's uh, multiple choice, uh, which, char- which Marvel character nice. is well-known for breaking the fourth wall? Is oh, it Alana. Spider-Man? Oh. Alana. Alana. Um, Deadpool. That is correct. Absolutely. <laughs> That's one of the Alana, have you right played there. the um, Deadpool game? On Xbox or any system. I, I I have not played the Deadpool game, um, but one of my friends played it through and uh, and he said it was pretty good. It for, is for people awesome. who, it's for a, people it's, who are fans of Deadpool. <laughs> funny as hell. I mean, I I like the mm-hmm. I had the first series and I always loved Deadpool, but the game is like offense, offensive almost to the point. It's like offensive where it's not so crass you can't deal with it. But it's offensive to the point where it's pretty damn good. I walk the line. Deadpool game. Yeah, Deadpool walks the line. Love him. I, I think it's hilarious. Okay. Uh, yeah, for another point. Who is the only person who can calm down the Hulk? 
is it the thing? Nick. His mom. Dad. Rick Jones. Nope, don't What? Yep. Is it the thing, his mom, his dad, or Miss Betty Ross? Oh, yeah, Betty. It's definitely Betty. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. It is Betty I Ross. I bullshit on that question. Rick Jones is his little sidekick, and he calms the hawk down quite frequently in the comic books. Let's see. Where do I file my complaints at? Do we have a higher force <laughs> we can refer to on these questions? In in the in the complaint box over there that looks like a shredder machine, I promise it saves everything. Nice, I'll get right to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Betty Ross even uh Betty Ross who debuted in the Incredible Hulk number one. The heartbeat, yeah. According to Wikipedia, I'm right. Yeah, well we gotta <laughs> trust Wikipedia. Right. No, um, okay. That puts Alana at 14 and Saucy at 11. Uh, which hero, remember, this is still multiple choice, which means I have answers to read for it. That was, that was your only problem. Anyway, which hero is not a member of Justice League International? Is it Captain America, Rocket Red, Nick. Blue Beetle. Go ahead. Captain America. Different universe. That is correct. Captain America is not a member of Justice League International. Uh, still for one point, multiple choice. Which of these characters has never been a mercenary? Is it Hawkeye, Silver Sable, Equus, or Luke Cage? Can you say it one more time? Because uh, Blog Talk Radio thing yes. was talking over you. Which of these characters has never been a mercenary? Is it Hawkeye, Silver Sable, Equus, or Luke Cage? Mick. Go ahead. I, Luke Cage is more of a street character. I don't think he's ever been a mercenary. Luke Cage being, of course, Power Man. That he's is correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, okay, uh, I'm I'm gonna say the third one that you mentioned because I don't know okay. if I can pronounce it correctly. That is incorrect. It's actually uh, the character known as Hawkeye or Night Hawkeye has actually never been a mercenary. Really? Not a mercenary. He's been a lot of things. Not a mercenary. Oh. And now okay. I'm gonna double check this one too. I don't ever remember Luke Cage being a mercenary, but I'll take your word for it. Yes. These are the only ones that don't have little snarky whatever for I didn't think we'd get. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Which of these superheroes has never I can been finish. a team? Can you now? No, but I don't know if it's on this end. Hello? Yeah, I can hear you a little bit, but it's kind of hard. All right. Nick? Okay. Nick? Can you hear me now? Now I can hear you. Okay, good. All right. We're good. Uh, which of, which superhero, which of these superheroes, has never been a teen titan? 
Is it Silver Surfer? Robin. Alana. Go ahead, Alana. Silver Surfer. That is correct. Silver Surfer has never been a Teen Titan. Okay. Let's go. There we go. Uh, one, now, three easy points. Uh, and I actually, you don't even need this for multiple choice. I'll just, you know, give you an easy point. Uh, what is the name of Thor's father? Nick. Alana. <laughs> Nick, go ahead. Odin. Oh, of course. Can't believe I threw that one in there. Or the All Father, as he's sometimes. The, uh, huh? Did not the All Father? Yep, yep. Odin the All Father. Huh? That that's a weird. I don't know. That's just a weird name. And I just hit the wrong button. Anyway. Okay. Okay. So we've got uh, a lot of. Huh? Is that me or is that my echo now? That's your echo because I can't use the headphones anymore. I don't know if it's the port or the actual headphone, so you're on speaker. It's probably the port. And they're okay. coming computer speakers. Okay. Um, we've got a lot at 15 and Saucy at 13. Uh, which of these names has never used the alter ego of Sandman? Is it Flint Marco, Don Hall, Wesley Dodds or Sandy Hawkins? Nick. Go ahead. Don Hall. That is correct. Don Hall is the only one of those who has never used the alter ego of Sandman. Good <clears throat> question. Really good question. It crosses on um, universes. These are some really good questions. I've got to compliment you. These are really good. Well, thank you. And I've stumped you guys one, two, three, four times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At least four times that I've written <laughs> And not nearly as bad as uh, when we had Novembrino on. Oh, my gosh. That was insane. Anyway. Uh, Scott Summers is also known by what mutant name? Is Alana? It Storm. Go ahead, Alana. Cyclops. Yes. It is Cyclops, of course. I didn't even need to read the answer for that. Yeah, for the record, he's my least favorite X-Men. You know what? He yeah. is my least favorite X-Men. Yeah. He reminds me of Ricky Schroeder and Silver Spoon. Scott Summers is kind of a oh, D-bag. Yeah. yeah, he kind of is, now that now that I think about it. I'm like... He's real arrogant, prissy, like... Yeah. Rich boy type attitude. I'm not liking yeah, Scott that. Summers. Any incarnation yeah. of him. I've never liked Scott Summers. Mm-hmm. He's the kind of, like, I never. feel like he's the kind of guy that would date rape you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he's the with kind Georgie of guy that would. <laughs> date rape you. <laughs> date rape you. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, because he's, he's real, I don't know, he's just real odd. Okay, anyway, uh, these ones are going to be, oh my God, oh my God. Uh, uh, yeah, I can hear myself really bad. I'll try the headphones again, like I said. 
I think it's it's USBs messed up or something. Okay. Uh, these are multiple choice, and um, they're just kind of all over the place, I guess. Just talk a little um, bit louder. I'm using the headphones again, and for some reason, I'm getting a really bad connection on them. Okay. With the mic USB, because I would rather, you know, not be able to hear clearly than not be able to speak clearly. Absolutely. That makes sense. Um, four two points since you have to pull it out. By the way, Sasha, you have fourteen points. Alana has sixteen points. Um, for two, so you got to pull it out of wherever. Excuse me. What is the real name of Afro Samurai? What is the real name of what? Of Afro Samurai. Oh, I have no idea, so I'm going to take a drink. (laughs) Go ahead, Nick. Jerry John Lynn Johnson. (laughs) No, it's actually, this is funny, it's actually just Afro. That's it. Like Prince? He's not like Afro, that's just the name. The character and the comic book were actually both created by the same guy. They were created by Takashi... Okazi. Oh, no. Okazaki. That's it. Sorry. Yeah, you know, it's Muslim just one guy who taught me how to play chess back when I used to live in Sacramento, California. He was a Muslim uh-huh. dude. His whole name was the same. D-apostrophe-S-A-M-E. And that was his full legal name, the same. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know what you can do with that information, but... He was a really nice guy. I was just thinking about him. Well, you know, there is um, a guy whose legal name is Blue Trout, spelled exactly as you think. His name is really Blue Trout. He had it legally changed. Nice. Which I always thought was kind of... Yeah, was... um, Huh? The guy who taught me um, chess, the same, his dad was like ranked number six or seven, like chess master in the country. And he, like he had wow. met, like I can never beat this guy, and he could never beat his dad. He said he beat his dad in a game of checkers one time. <laughs> so he checkers, was like a million checkers, miles right? from me, and his dad was like a million mm-hmm. miles from him, just to give you some idea. But that's actually how I learned how to play chess was from the same. Huh? No wonder you beat me all the time. Not that I was ever any good. Anyway, uh, for another two points, although it, I don't know. Anyway. Which Spider-Man comic book series introduced the character the Green Goblin? Nick. Go ahead. The Amazing Spider-Man. That is correct. The Amazing Spider-Man and all the costume villains who have fought Spider-Man over the years, many would say that Green Goblin is the most terrifying. I would have to say Venom. Yeah, I think Venom was pretty creepy in my eyes. Alana, you want to chime in on this most terrifying um, Spider-Man villain? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Venom. But back in the '90s, uh, Mark Hamill voiced not only the Joker on the animated series, but also the Green Goblin on the uh, on the '90s Spider-Man series. Really? Really? Yep. Huh. I can't believe he was even still working at that point. 
Right. I mean, he wouldn't have to. Doing anything. Wow. Mark Hamill. Okay. Wow. That that's that's pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't think. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, my God. Um, oh, before I forget, okay, Chelsea has 16. Actually, you guys are both tied at 16, amazingly enough. But before I forget entirely, um, for anyone who doesn't know uh, all the ins and outs, uh, Alana, what can you tell us about your nifty website, RoguePrincessSquadron.com? Yep, it's a blog for uh, written by by gamers for gamers. Um, we talk about everything from board games all the way to video games, and uh, everything in between. Different card games and our experiences of, of being game masters for for uh, a variety of different um, games like Dungeons and Dragons and Pathfinder and um, Dread. Dread's lots of fun. Um, but uh yeah it, it's uh myself and um a few girls and we did actually just have one of our um most recent guest uh guest writers was a guy and um when you're a guy and you write for the rogue princess squadron then you get the title private princess <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome cuz i'm a, i'm admiral princess cuz i'm the the leader and um Nice. And my my second in command is is Captain Princess, and then when you become a normal uh, blog poster on Rogue Princess Squadron, then you are a Lieutenant Princess. Um, are you the one that came I, up with the name? Because that is actually a pretty awesome name. Uh, it was it was the founders that came up with the name uh, because I really like playing princesses and my uh, my friend Ange really likes playing rogues and we just put them together and then later on we we found out that it, it sounds really similar to the um, the rogue squadron from uh, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing I thought of. I... And it's like yeah, I, really, I didn't even like just the layout of it is really beautiful, and I really dig the site. And I don't throw out anybody that knows me knows I'm a hard ass, so I don't throw out compliments just willy nilly. But I really dig the site. The only complaint I would have is you don't post on there enough. Your last post I think was like back in November. What's going on? So we right, we took the holidays off. Or my or, or me me personally, I haven't you personally. <laughs> oh okay. Um, I work retail. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's, so she's like that's me. She's like, well, no, actually, now I get a lot of days off, but, yeah. Yeah, I actually oh, went yeah, back totally and, like, read through, like, most of the last five, I would say at least the last five posts. It's really good. I really encourage anybody who's listening to the show to check it out, if you're at all in the game. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, I had some cool stuff on there. I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Okay. Yes, RoguePrincessSquadron.com, super duper awesome. And yeah, I I totally get what you what you mean with the posting. I've got a blog that I run, and it's just me, and it's like I have to schedule things like a week in advance. So I actually have to schedule. Okay, I have this block of time this week to write whatever I can, and schedule it for as far ahead as I can, and that that's it. That's all I get. Anyway, okay, guys. 
Uh, let's go back to uh, some easy one pointers because I figure it's getting late and I'm getting a little tipsy. Uh, this is a, it would be a multiple choice. You don't need it. Um, the Fantastic Four have their headquarters in what building? Nick. Dad. Um, there's two schools of thought in this. It's either the Baxter building or after it was destroyed by Dr. Doom, it became Freedom 4 Plaza. So I'm not sure which answer you're looking for. Uh, well, you you were correct the first time. It was the Baxter building. Yep. I, but I, it's I, now originally. Freedom 4 Plaza. At least the last time I right. read Fantastic Four it was. Well, it started out with the Baxter building. Very good. Oh, yeah, I got it right. All right. I got it right. You have a point. Still nice and easy because we're having issues. Um, For one point, Peter Parker is a photographer for what newspaper? Nick. Nick. I would have to turn in my comic book fan union card if I got this wrong. The Daily Bugle. (laughs) You you would. I think you would definitely have to... uh, have to turn it in. Stanley would kick my um, ass if I got that one wrong. Right. Okay, here's a multiple choice for one point. Thor has two war goats that pull his chariot. They are named Balder and Hermid, Thunder and Lightning, Ask and Embla, or Tooth Grinder and Tooth Nasher. Nick. Go ahead. That would be D, Tooth Grinder and Tooth Masher. I totally would not have thought that. I would have been like, I don't know, the first one. Now we're getting into the Marvel world. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess it is. This is the second half. Um, let's see. Where's my button? There's my button. Okay, just making sure. Where are we at on point? Um, let's see. Saucy, you currently have, wow, 19. And Alana has 16. All right. Okay, that's, that's all right. I might slow you down a little bit here. This is also multiple choice with one point. Before becoming radioactive man, Chen Liu was a spy a nuclear physicist, Nick. a soldier. Go ahead, Nick. Be nuclear physicist. That is correct. Wow. See how you are. Um, I'm going to try and make this last, this one just a little bit harder because it may be the last one. Just a little bit. Just, just a little bit. All yeah, right, I, I get it. It. Um, well, no, that one's too easy. No, that one's too easy. Sorry, i got to read them a little bit first because I've got them all in order. And I really, <laughs> really thought I, I would, yeah, oh, forget it. Okay, I wouldn't have known this one, so we'll go for it. Uh, for one point and possibly the game, 
before turning to a life of crime, Mysterio was a stuntman, a special effects artist, a Alana. magician. Alana, go ahead. A special effects artist. That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I was trying to decide between A and B because I was like, wait, I know he had something to do with movies. Okay, whatever. Okay. I should have had that one. Okay. Uh, for one point, of course, multiple choice. Dr. Doom went to the same college as Tony Stark, Peter Parker, Reed Richards, or Bruce Banner. Nick? Alana. Oh, rock, paper, scissors. I'll uh, give it to her. I, I think Alana said it first. But... Okay, uh, Reed Richards. That is correct. It was Reed Richards. I would never have known that in nine years. Yeah, he actually blames Reed Richards for his accident. Mm, that makes sense. Because he got kicked out of college for doing a uh, trying. I think he was trying to breach another dimension, and it blew up. And Reed Richards had told him before that his calculations were incorrect. And in his hubris, he ignored Richards' warning, and it. The whole project blew up part of the wing of the college, and he got kicked out, and that's when he went to Tibet and, like, consulted with the monk, uh, monks and went into the whole mystical realm. And, you know, it's his own fault for trying to open an interdimensional portal, okay? You try to open an interdimensional portal, and, you know, stuff <laughs> I mean, how many guys have you dated that's had that problem? Before you met, uh, I decided to open interdimensional portals. You know, I try They're to tell them every time. <laughs> every last time, really, you're going to try to open another interdimensional portal. Didn't you like the last five times? Yeah. Okay. For one point. Uh, oh, and by the way, uh, I'm getting to that. Saucy, you are at 20. Nice. And Alana is at 18. Catching up. Never know. For one point and possibly the game. What is commonly believed to be the Black Widow's previous occupation before becoming a Russian spy? Is it a ballerina, a military pilot, a thief, or an athlete? What was the third one you said? Uh, It's a ballerina, a military pilot, a thief, or an athlete? Alana. Alana, go ahead. The thief. That is incorrect. Enjoy your drink. Uh, Nick, you're next. I'm trying to pick between A and D because I know she did something that helped her with her agility and endurance, becoming a spy. Oh, Andy, Andy, Andy. I'm going to say D. She she was some kind of athlete, javelin thrower or something. Gymnastics? That is incorrect. She was, in fact, a ballerina. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So here you are. Anyway. Uh, let's see. Alana has 18. Saucy has 20. Um, okay, this will be fun. Could be, this probably, I don't know. Anyway, for one point, this is a multiple choice. Uh, 
uh, and it just so happens it's about Deadpool. Deadpool joined the Weapon X program because, A, he had incurable cancer, B, he was forced to, C, he thought it was fun, or D, he wanted to fight for justice. Alana? Go ahead, Alana. Uh, He had a terrible cancer. That is correct. Oh, yeah. You're there. You still there? I was gonna say, Nick, are you there? <laughs> well, you know, I was leaning towards for fun, but I don't think he became a basket case until after the procedure. <laughs> and I didn't think right. he was forced to like Wolverine. Yeah. I, I'm surprised you didn't know that. that. I'm very surprised. Okay, we have Alana at 19, Saucy at 20. Excuse me. And me at halfway through my bottle of Amaretto. For one point, and this is multiple choice, of course. Who paid Mac Gargan to become the Scorpion? Was Nick. it? Oh, Go ahead. Yeah. And this is for the Nick. game. Jameson of the Daily Bugle. J. Jonah Jameson. Where's, where's the button? That is correct. Very nice, very nice. Okay, Saucy's luck. All right, Saucy, tell her what she's won. I have no idea. What do you mean you don't know? I know she's won a t-shirt. Yes, she's won a t-shirt that says something to the effect of drunken ninja master has beaten me. <laughs> something to the effect, I can't remember. I-, I made it, but yeah. Anyway, and what of course, you, what, uh, what's our T-shirt site where you can buy our T-shirts, by the way? Where that T-shirt uh, of course, will be? it is moonpunk, dot com because Spreadshirt is awesome, and they actually make really, really good stuff. We had one issue with one shirt that we ordered. Um, we emailed them, and they had it fixed like nothing flat. I mean, no questions asked. We're like, hey, here's an issue. And they're like, oh, okay, here you go. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, yes, moonpunk.spreadshirt.com. And I'll have nice. to put that link up somewhere. And then we've anyway, got a couple of uh, trade paperbacks. Yes, we got some Missy trade paperbacks. One of them, I swear, looks like it has you on the cover without glasses, Nick. Um, and... Of course, a copy of Early Morning Punk Songs, because we're just that cool. And t-shirt because I haven't and... sold one album since we re-released it. Let's be honest. <laughs> but it's well, fun. yeah, but that's okay, because we like giving it away to friends, and when people listen to it, they're like, hey, cool. Yes, yes. So, uh, Alana, if you would be so kind as to inbox one of us a mailing address, we will get that nifty stuff off to you. And... So glad you were able to be on the show. This and absolutely awesome. love, love the website. Awesome. What else do you have coming up in the future? Do you have any projects coming up that the audience needs to be aware of? Oh, yeah. Um, our, uh, actually, Rogue Princess Squadron's new uh, one-year anniversary is coming up, and we're planning on doing a giveaway. It's, it's, oh. probably, it's probably going to be a board game of some kind. <laughs> 
Are you going to be doing a lot of cons in the future, or has all that kind of simmered down, or? I might. Can you ask that question one more time? Are you going to be doing a lot of comic cons coming up, or with Rogue's um, Um, Princess Squadron? You guys doing any panels um, or anything coming up? Um, not currently, but I know that all of us are going to try to go to Origins this year. Nice. So we might. We might sign ourselves up for a panel there. I don't know yet. I have to talk to the rest of my princesses. Nice. Oh, I know what. Nick, really? Yeah. We, we've not told her about... I'm like, dude, she does board games and card games, and we've not even told her our favorite. Oh, my gosh. Seriously? Um, actually, we've got two card games that are our absolute favorites, and if you haven't already seen them, you should definitely look them up. Oh, I'm sure Full she's familiar with them. Her being I don't know. I don't know. I would never have known it existed had I not seen it in our local store. Um, there's one we play. It's more of a storytelling card game-ish. I don't know. It's called Gloom. And I love Gloom, song. and oh, I yes. have met the creator. <laughs> oh, I'm so jealous. I yes. love him every time at Gloom. Like 99% of the time, he will go down to me. Oh yes, yeah, you have. You definitely have some kind of weird fifth dimension connection with that game because I can never I get the cards to beat you. I'm like, really? The whole point <laughs> is to kill these people? I can do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the the same guy who created Gloom won D and D's campaign setting uh, thing that they were doing in 2003. He he wrote Eberron uh, as well. Nice. Eberron, yeah. I'm not familiar with that. What is that? Um, Eberron is the setting in D&D where um, there is a fine line between the living and the undead. Oh, heck yes. That's so, so up my ass. kind of like the in-between place, like both campaigns can kind of pull from it? Um, like... Like the the more and more the gray area is whether or not they're evil. Like there's one um, there's one nation that's ruled by a vampire, and it's been the same vampire for thousands of years. He just um, kills himself off and brings up his son, quote unquote, <laughs> to rule. Huh. But, yeah, that's right. Did you well, read the uh, Death cool. of Dracula series in Marvel a couple years ago? Um, Where Dracula's sure. son killed him and took over? Mm, and he I turned like his side to a vampire and he was turning all these X-Men. It was, it was kind of, it was a crossover series, but it was kind of revolved around X-Men. He was turning a lot of the mutants into vampires. Oh. Well, actually, I think Jubilee is still a vampire. Is she? Yeah. yeah. I didn't think that was a really good series. But I do like the old, um, the older ones. I think it was X Men Annual Five, where Storm became a vampire, and then in Mutant X, they kind of in that alternate reality they kind of kept her as a vampire, and like she was always like feeding off a of Forge to keep like her life force going. Forge was always giving her blood so she wouldn't kill innocent people. Did you you remember the Mutant X series? That series was awesome. That's like one of my favorite alternate reality series. That does sound really cool. I don't. I haven't read that one yet. Yeah, like Havoc got killed in um, issue one hundred and fifty of X Factor, 
but he didn't really get killed. He got sent to another um, dimension, and everything, like, Bobby um, Drake couldn't unturn from Iceman because um, Loki had frozen him as Iceman. And in Beast, every time he used his powers, he, he lost intelligence. And Jean Grey was the Goblin Queen. Like, she never escaped the fate of being the Goblin Queen. It was a really... And then um, Wolverine, Sabretooth, and Wild Child from Alpha Flight were the Wild Pack, and they were totally feral. It was a really good series. It only ran, like, 30 issues, but Mutant X is actually, like, one of my favorite Marvel series. Definitely check it out. I don't think I've read that either. <laughs> I'm like, hey, this yeah, I cool. love, like, House of M and Mutant X and anything that's, like, an alternate reality. I love, like, yeah, the alternate reality series. I think they can do so much more in those series they can't get away with in a regular mainstream Marvel Universe. But then they can go into those series and kind of, like, explore different options. Since it's another universe, you can just get away with anything. Anyways, I'm rambling because right. I'm drunk. That's okay. I think I've, I'm so there. Uh, no, the other one that we, we have a lot of fun with, before I completely forget, if you haven't seen it, and there's like 50 million packs to, you know, for it, um, we actually play it with, you know, all the kids except for the, well, the littlest one play. Anyway, um, it is Killer Bunnies and the Quest for the Magic Carrot. And it is just so much fun. Yeah, I'm sure everybody knows Killer Bunnies. Seriously, I have have never seen seen Killer Bunnies. I have seen Killer Bunnies, but I don't have anybody near me that's interested in playing. So I've never actually gotten to try it. Do you kind of have, like, overnight at your house? Do you get together and play board games with, like, a group of friends or D&D? Well, I'm kind of fascinated. Like, what's your social life like? Are you kind of just like a regular, you go out and work and kind of come home and chill with your husband? Or is it more, do you have like a really big collective of people you hang out with gaming and comic books? Um, the Monday night gaming group um, is mostly games. Not very many of them read comic books. Uh, my comic book connection is actually with my husband. Um, but yeah, so the so Monday night game, uh, any game... We we have um, beer and pretzels and board games night. Um, nice. So, but not all of us drink beer. I actually prefer hard cider or girly free drinks. Um, oh yeah, girly free stuff is yeah. Who's, uh, I'm like, who's more knowledgeable in comic books, you or your husband? Uh I'm gonna have to say my husband. Nice. Well, he'll have to come back and play me in another comic book round. I've only lost <laughs> Friday Night Funkin' Trivia once. That somebody I think he would have beat anybody, though. Like, seriously, that guy's freaking brilliant. I was like, Yeah, he's, he's way smarter than me. And I'm, he's actually going to be on um, the Ignorance Equation, not this Sunday, but next Sunday. And I'm going to feel a little bit intimidated talking to him because, especially on world affairs, like Chris Novembrino is his podcast, every time I listen to it, I feel like I'm smarter than when I started listening to it. That guy is yeah. really good. It's kind of scary. Anyway. Oh, I want to see that. Sorry, I'm I'm lost now. Okay, we're um, talking. Listen to the show, because I need to lay down. Yeah, but it's been awesome having you on. So totally thrilled to get to talk to you, Alana, and... Um, yeah. Inbox me your uh, um, mailing address, and we'll send you out your prize. 
Awesome. And, um, and uh, let your husband know if he ever wants to come on a show, I'm willing to do another comic book round. Awesome. I'll, I'll have my my husband. Uh, I'll talk to my husband about coming to avenge me. Yeah, yes. he needs to avenge your partner, like great part. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. But okay, was guys. What was it, 19 to 21 or something? Uh, it was very close. It was, yes, that's exact. See, you're not really drunk. You're just, you're just messing with us. No, it was 19 to no, no, 21 I, exactly. I, there is maybe one cup out of this bottle left. But, I mean, dude, I've been collecting comics for 30 years. I've got o- almost 10,000 comic books. You, and you have at least 10,000 by now. One two-year period where I haven't, like, read comic books diligently. See, I told you. I can't even talk anymore. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> sick. We have an actual room devoted to the comics. Comic book posters on the walls, boxes of comic books, all for stacked me, neatly, alphabetical for order. This guy we're, for we're pretty sick. Huh? Yeah, our, our comic books have their own... Uh, have their own storage unit. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, like, um, what was I going to say? I don't know. I forget. I'm pretty buzzed. Well, everybody have a spectacular night. Remember, don't drink and drive, don't drink and text, and definitely don't drink and drunk out. And uh, tune in on Sunday, answer the mystery question on our Facebook page, which I'm putting a post up about now. Uh, and a lot of any time you put a equation Sunday, I'm actually having Matt Johnson from the movie The Dirties. He's actually the uh, writer, awesome. director, and star of The Dirties. So if you want to call in, I'm opening up the phone lines about halfway through. Have you ever seen The Dirties? I have cool. Netflix, it's like, kind of like a mockumentary about bullying, where this kid is shooting a movie about bullying, him and his friend, and his friend is kind of like the... He's the heavy, and the friend is kind of like the straight guy of the movie. And towards the middle of the movie, he starts to actually crack up and make you believe he's actually going to shoot up like all these bullies at his school. And it was kind yeah, of like renegade, like guerrilla filmmaking, because the people that were in the movie at the time didn't even know they were in the movie as Matt Johnson was making it. And everything yeah. was improvised. There was no script. It was just kind of a loose format, like this is how the movie's going to be. And it actually won Best Picture at the Slamdance Awards this year, this past year, 2013. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's a great one. Definitely like Netflix, The Dirties. And I'll have Matt yeah. Johnson on there Sunday, and that's the end of my self-promotion. Are we ready to end this? <laughs> because i got to pee, and I'm kind of, yeah. <laughs> yes, we do. All right, everybody. Have a great night. Thanks again, Alana, for being on. Everybody go check out RoguePrincessQuadron.com. It is totally, superly awesome. And, yeah. And uh, if you like the music, it's the Vindictives. So, everybody, have a good night. Check them out on Amazon and check out uh, Early Morning Pumpkin Song. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw it. <laughs>